Hi, and welcome to Talk Over Coffee. I'm your host, Dania. I hope you have your coffee, tea, water, whatever it is that gives you a moment of joy. So we can talk about the things that no one wants to talk about or hear. The conversations that spark a thought. Hopefully a thought that leads to a positive change, a healing stage, or and a moment of growth. I want to talk about today is vacations. Like summer is here, kids are out of school, everyone's planning vacations with or without kids, but still nonetheless a vacation. What does that mean to you? What is a vacation? Sometimes a vacation for some people is just an escape from their day-to-day life. Sometimes a vacation is on a resort, on an island, in paradise, doing nothing and drinking whatever you drink in the ocean, right? Some vacations is exploring new cities. Some vacations are adventures. So I like to talk to people about like where they vacation because I love to hear like wow like what did you do what makes you happy when you think of a vacation for me personally I am in complete you know mom mode kid mode I am probably more in my like a per like in a personal point of view I'm in a healing my inner child (laughs) moment okay I like posting sometimes like our pictures and what we do. I feel like I like to share, especially when I like edit and create videos of memories from the vacations. I have a few videos from our vacations. Most recently, we went to Orlando. It is in my socials on my Instagram, some are on my TikTok. You'll see all that in this description of this podcast. So take a look, follow along, let me know what you think. So I really feel like when I create these moments for me and my family I'm looking to connect with my kids I want to spend time with them I want to see them happy that's our preference you know everybody has a preference what they do with their money their vacation time I have been taking my son to Disney since he was three and our experience was very interesting the first time we went to a theme park with our child we were very young obviously I was in my early 20s Jimmy was in his early 20s we didn't have friends um in Vegas that had kids yet so having that uh child interaction with Amir was very difficult to come across so I would always have to like try to find places that had kids so he can play with other kids um it's not like now where there's like mom groups and facebook groups and instagrams and and all these family things everywhere that you can find it was really hard back then in 2009 (laughs) jeez oh the sources the the sources and the resources and everything that everyone has now like i worked so hard like stressed out trying to find child interactions family interactions family events especially in vegas like when you think of vegas you think sin city casino slots blah 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 how hard it was to find things there that it incorporated families and kids it was like nothing existed and if it did it was either run down or very old or or crowded so it was anywho okay whatever so Once upon a time, there was a show called The Tyra Banks Show. And she had announced that she wanted to encourage people to get out and volunteer in their community. And if you did that, you got a day at Disney. And I thought that was a joke. I was like, what? What? I grew up 
my family was not like we didn't take vacations we didn't have the funds my family like i wouldn't say poor because we still had a roof over our head but we definitely lived minimal whatever the hell like vacations and weekends and things did not exist okay my parents bought me one pair of shoes for the whole year let's put it like that so i always felt like you know vacations and everything were a luxury very expensive you know unfathomable for me to do with my kid at the time especially since i was in college jimmy was working you know one income young 20 year olds so when i heard that i was like what to disney that sounds like that sounds too good to be true you know and why isn't everyone jumping on it you know i had to log on to the internet because we didn't have phone and looked it up and sure enough it was legit i was like you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Jimmy wasn't convinced. He was like, what? I'm not doing this. I was like, are you serious? Are you for real? Like this won't cost. Like it wasn't about the cost. He was just like, who's going to go volunteer and get a ticket? That's stupid. Like it didn't like click. What was the reward of it? Right. So I gave it a couple of days and it just like didn't sit well with me. Like it just didn't feel right to like pass up on this chance, especially since Again, there was no socials, no, no, like this didn't get around fast enough for it to be like something that would sell out or whatever or hype over it. So I gave it a couple of days and I said, Jimmy, I really want to do this. this is we have to do this. We're doing this. This is like not about us. Like it'll cost us nothing. We're getting in for free. And, you know, he's um, three, whatever. We don't have to pay for him. It's literally just. Uh, gas to drive there because it was to Disneyland, which we were about four and a half, five hours away from, and a hotel done and food. That's it. Let's do it. Like, and he was like, "Okay, fine. What do we have to do?" Again, I don't have support, so I had to ask my neighbor if she can watch him for like a couple of hours. We went to a local school and we painted murals. Like they traced it because I cannot draw to save the life of me. But I, I could color in stuff. Like tell me to stay in the lines. I know how to color in the lines. So that's what I did. <laughs> With paint on a wall. <laughs> and we did it. We gave it, a, you know, a, some of our time. It wasn't like a whole day thing. It was a couple of hours. And I they signed something. We submitted it to the Tyra Banks show. And boom, we had our tickets. We went. We stayed one night because it was one day. So we stayed overnight. We went in the morning. We spent the whole night there until fireworks and stuff. And I got us matching shirts. There was no internet. There was no Etsy or anything like that that I knew existed to get matching shirts. So I went to the store. I was like, oh, we should all wear like the same color shirt. You know, gray Mickey, mouse, whatever. Did that. Still have those shirts. And that has become a tradition when we go. If you have seen our pictures, you know... We wear like matching shirts, like family shirts, and it's become a souvenir of each of those trips. So they are very meaningful. It's something you hold on to. You see it in pictures. The kids love it. And when we got there, there's definitely an overwhelming feeling of like, wow, you know, it's if you've never experienced it and and you love Disney, you should definitely do it at least one time. I know there's this whole controversy about Disney, Disney adults, this, that, and the other. But the reality is Walt Disney created this for the big kids, for us, the adults, because A, we're the ones with the money, okay? B, all these things at the time, little kids would never know if they didn't have the adults to take them. 
I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I've been a Disney kid my whole life. I've been attached to Disney Channel, Disney everything. So how can I not, like, be in awe of my surroundings when I went there? And it really felt like the happiest place on earth. We felt so happy, so at ease. All the worries went away. We could not believe we were there. Like, there were moments where we just, like, walked around and just, like, took it all in, stared, and just took in the moment, you know? So so after having that experience the first time, it was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, we have to come here more often. We didn't even get to see everything. We didn't even... Go, go to the other part because there's there was Cal, there is California Adventure and you literally it's walking distance, so it was overwhelming like but in a good way like wow you know so I feel like that became our thing for our family was the theme parks and it just felt more happier to do those things with their kids because we felt like we were having a good time with them and connecting and memories and. Like, we were having fun with them, and I felt like there was no burden or no, like, double vacation. Like, sometimes, you know, when you have parents and kids, it gets split up. Parents are like, okay, we're going to do this until four, and then we're going to leave you here, and we're going to go do our thing. I I have not done that, so I don't know. I just, I created this tradition for us and like we've fallen in love with it and we love doing it so everybody has their version of what a vacation is i'm just not there yet don't get me wrong it does cost a lot of money and sometimes i'm like wow that i wonder where else i could have went with the cost of that you know just out of curiosity but i still have a great time like i miss going to orlando or the theme parks or disneyland when i don't go for a long period of time so I, I do have those thoughts, you know, sometimes I'm like, wow, I wonder what, like, if I'm capable of, of creating and building this vacation and having the, these moments with my kids, I wonder where else we could go. I feel like I haven't explored out of that just yet. I definitely want to. And sometimes me and Jimmy were like drained because we're like, okay, we're tired. Like, honestly, yeah, walking through theme parks, you're walking over. 10,000 steps, 15,000 steps, whatever that is, that's miles and miles. You're walking, you're standing in lines, it's hot. You gotta step and get food. You're getting fast food sometimes, you know, you gotta leave the parks and go get a meal. And I coordinate all that, like what kind of food, what kind of snacks, where to go, where to, where to um, sit and eat. You have to coordinate all that. I have to take that all into consideration when I'm planning these things to make it comfortable so we're not overexhausted. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I need a I need another vacation I think, <laughs> but it it it's so satisfying to be there with my kids and have that that I don't feel like if I go anywhere I would feel the same if they're not with me, so I think it's more of like us bonding and sharing that and I would love to take them to places that have like rich cultural history. The first time and only time I ever went on a vacation without my kids was when Alina was almost one and we went to Mexico. Oh my God, that was our first time. Like that was our honeymoon 10, 12 years later. No, 10 years later, nine years later, whatever the hell. That many years later. We went four or five days. I coordinated the kids. I had someone who helped me with them, watch them for a few days. We went and I was like, because I wanted to go to Hawaii. 
for a long time just for like the Polynesian culture. Like people go to Hawaii for different, I just wanted to see the culture cause Hawaii, I don't even know how to say it right. Hawaii, something like that. I don't want to mispronounce it. So I'm just going to say it generically. That's fucked up. But they are their own country. Like people don't know. They are a country. They were a country before they were conquered and colonized. They had a king and queen. Like they were being um, murdered and oh, I can't because, you know, I'm Palestinian. So I to me, I'm like, I don't want to like go and colonize and be a tourist and give to whatever. And then I said, what am I going to do? Sit on the beach and not do anything? Like, that's messed up. I could do that somewhere else, you know? So then I was like, Mexico, cool. Let's look into it. They have all-inclusive. That sounds easy. And I wanted to go to Riviera Maya or Playa del Carmen. I can't remember. Riviera Maya, I think it was. I booked it. Everything went wrong. Third party, this, that. We're overbooked. We're sending you to Cancun. I was like, so, you know when you get so mad? Okay, I get so mad that I want to cry, but I'm so mad that I want to be very, uh, yeah, whatever, like, yeah, see, I can't even put it into words, because I get so mad, and it's like, how, 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 how does this happen, oh, the first time I leave my kids, and now you're telling me you're transporting me to another fucking town, I didn't pay for that, I paid for this, <laughs> so we go, we worked it out, it was great without the kids, but my whole thing was like, that's cool, but we're here to go to the ancient ruins. Like, I want to see something beyond than just a resort and a beach and thing. You could go anywhere and do that. That's the truth. Like, you could go anywhere and get on a beach, on a coast, in the United States, in the Bahamas, wherever. I'm not just going to go sit on the beach. Maybe one day or two, not even a day or two. One, go, relax, a couple of hours, and keep it moving. So we went to Chichen Itza. We saw the ruins. And it was amazing, and it was such a great experience, and there's so much history there, and I loved it. Jimmy loved it, because we're into ancient history, and the ruins, and what was before, and what is now, and pyramids, and things, and you know what I'm talking about. So, that was my favorite part. My kids were too young to understand that, but now in their age, I think they would understand and appreciate it. So now, I have to like think outside of the scope of theme parks. And I'm curious, like, where would you recommend going with a family or kids? Like, I know people think kids, toddlers, but like, if you have mature kids or kids that are interested in new things, historical things, it doesn't need to be, you know, Disney theme park, whatever. Although it would be cool to go to the Disneyland in Paris and in Tokyo. I'm just saying that's not far fetched. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's where I'll plan to go. <laughs> I really like the historical part of everything, like seeing the world and the history and architecture and how people live and how what people eat and just getting like an authentic experience of something outside of the norm. The last trip we did on a plane was when Jaleel was a newborn. So that was like almost 11 years ago, 10 years ago. And we flew from Vegas to New York. Again, on one income. I was a college student. Jimmy's working, you know, coordinating all that. Buying tickets, finding affordable flights. It was a holiday weekend. It was Thanksgiving weekend to spend time here with friends and family. But people are not going to stop their life to spend time with you. If there's no significant something happening, people don't really take the time. Well, not people. 
But this was uh, Jimmy's part of the family and a different part of the family, not his, like, the ones he grew up with. So it was just, like, awkward. You know, you try to connect and bond with people, and it's just, it's not what you think it is, unfortunately. So after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm good. Like, if I need to go to New York because to because I'm homesick and I want to see... New York and be in the city or hang out with my friends, I'll go on my own on a weekend or something and call it a day. But I'm not going to spend all this money when I could have taken that, I don't know, we paid three tickets, you consider food, you consider expense, maybe at the time two grand, that would have got me tickets to Disneyland and then some, like we could have had a blast, you know what I'm saying? So Sometimes you look at it that way, like, what am I spending money on? Like, what is the value of this for me? For some people, it means a lot. They, they'll spend $2,000 on a ticket just to go sit with their people that they love and, you know, their village and whatever. I and Jimmy do not have that. So I can't relate, unfortunately. I have friends that I love spending time with and people that I know I love spending time with. And Jimmy does too. But... Again, we're very particular about the people we bring into our lives. So that does matter. So once I realized the cost of everything, I was like, I would rather drive wherever my car can take me to in Vegas on the West Coast than get on a plane with kids again. That's a lot of work. You got to worry about stroller, car seat, baby feeding, diaper changing. Um, If their ears are going to hurt, if they start crying on the plane, you don't want to be that parent with that kid because people are not very considerate of kids and sometimes you what are you gonna do a child is a child like you expect no children to get on a plane and then you want us to muffle them like like that and it's so annoying because then it puts this pressure on us parents like oh my god my kid is crying how do i make it stop are you fucking kidding me they're human they're this is how they are naturally like you were a fucking baby once and you did the same you were probably the biggest jerk ever you know why it bothers me because people have this expectation like fucking kids are not human and like we as parents have control when they're fucking crying or feeling some type of way especially babies they're crying because of discomfort because of pain because of something is bothering them yes there's some kids that are brats and that cry for nothing but that's none of your business there's nothing we could do about it at the end of the day they're human and that's how they express their feeling i people suck so I figured, you know what, let's avoid all that. That's too stressful. I'd rather have unlimited luggage, weight, have all my snacks, have my own pillow, bring my stroller, pick a hotel. I can have a car. I can have my own access to everything and drive to wherever I need to drive. So we started exploring our local West Coast, like wherever we could get to. So we went up and down California, uh, Southern California. We went to Utah. We've been to Arizona. Uh, we've been to other cities in Nevada. We've been to Northern California. So we've pretty much explored a lot on that side with the kids. And of course, we've repeatedly been to Disneyland. Yes, we did. And that's one of our favorite places. We've been to um, another favorite is San Diego. Love San Diego. So there, there was a lot of great road trips. And I love those road trips. And now that I'm here, I still have the same mindset like... Mm, there's so many places to explore on the east coast now we're connected not connected but we're closer like the drive to other states is so much closer that why not explore so many different states like from here to rhode island is what two hours three hours um 
from here to Maryland is four hours, five hours. You know, over there, you drive for five hours, you're just entering Southern California, like the main, like inland, like towards Anaheim. Um, you enter Anaheim, you're about an hour away from the beach. I mean, California to Nevada, the border is about 40 minutes, but then it's all desert. It's all Mojave Desert for hours. It's really hard to hit like a big town, Victorville, but then you're still kind of in the desert. So here, like you drive two hours, you're in a big city. You're in another like completely different state that has all these things and a population of people. And I love that there's more to explore here. Like we drove from New York to Florida. That was great. Like driving through all the states. It's like, oh my God, look, we're, we're in Tennessee. Oh, sure. We could drive to Tennessee. Oh, we're, oh, look where we are now. Oh, look at Virginia. Virginia looks nice. Like it was so cool to like see so many states and have access to it. And it wasn't like hours and hours and hours, like endless where you feel like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Like it was like every couple hours we were in a different state. So I like that experience. I feel like road trips are so underrated that everybody's just trying to catch flights with their kids. I like the freedom of being in my car and doing what I want and like, you know, I get there when I get there kind of thing. And, oh, let's stop and look at this. Oh, what is that there? So it was cool. When we drove from New York to Florida. We were passing through the Carolinas. And um, I read, you know, I try to mentally prepare myself for the road in the sense of, like, what to expect. Is there anything cool to see? And we were passing through the Carolinas. And I saw Fayetteville. And my son, Amir, he loves J. Cole. J. Cole is a rapper hip-hop artist and he's from there and he has his label and everything is called dreamville so i was like amir fayetteville he's like what's that and i'm like are you serious that's j cole's hometown you want to go and he's like what it's like let's go to his um childhood house he's like what i was like let's go it was like an hour like not an hour but it like to get there to get off the road and in and out took like about an hour of our time but it meant everything to him. It meant everything to me to have that moment with my kid to see that. Like his favorite artist were at his childhood home where he dedicated a whole album, did a whole stage set, does everything for this house and this neighborhood, and we were there. So I like that about road trips. Like you could be like, oh, what's that? Let's go see that. Like it was so cool. As, even though we got there pretty late in Florida. But we did a little detour, you know, created a core memory. So I value that and exploring this country there's so many places to see you know sometimes people are so fixated on just what they know or what other people tell them that nobody really takes the opportunity to venture out where i live in new york i'm in the southern part of new york so i'm very close to new york city now when you say new york city that's five boroughs right and everybody thinks new york state the entire state if when you say you're from New York, they think you're from that little section of New York, the southern part of those five boroughs. And it's like New York State is huge and there's so much to see and do like in nature in in, in th we have theme parks. We have lots of other cities and things to do and see. And everybody's so fixated on the city and the city is great. That's I get it. That's what represents New York. But if you really look at it on a bigger scale as a state, there's a lot to see and do here. So I'm trying to like explore that of it i am really trying to explore my neighboring states so follow along on my socials and see where i end up this summer because i'm gonna try to get out if you get out of like the state and go to other places or upstate which 
is like cat skills i guess you could say i really want to see what what else is out there so if you have recommendations suggestions on this part of the country let me know please let me know again i'll have everything there where you can connect with me i'd love to hear your feedback about it i want to hear what kind of vacations you plan with your kids where do you go what do you like to like what what is your goal when you say vacation like what is it like you want to relax you want to this you want to that you know sometimes you need a vacation for a little bit of adventure maybe you need a vacation just to reset and recharge like sometimes that just needs like two nights away like what is a vacation you know let me know in the comments let me know what your summer plans are and i'm just curious because i'm gonna be doing my own research and i'll let you know how it goes so check me out on my next podcast and i'll talk to you soon bye